baseball's changed like a million rules. And Rob Brown, of course, now is going to be back for Bet for the Cycle with Cody Decker right here on the BetQL Network, jumps on with us. And if you ever want to watch a show where somebody's going to get their chest waxed or eat Vegemite or God knows what other kind of punishments, this is the show for you. Rob, I'm assuming you got some wild things planned for this year's show because, like, the promo keeps running. we got the monitor in front of us. I've seen Cody get his chest waxed at least 100 times right now, and it's painful every time I watch it. I watched Cody get his chest waxed a hundred times the day that Cody got his chest waxed. So it's worth it. Uh, Three words for you for the very first show on April 15th. Ranch ice cream. Be tuned in. It's going to get weird. Ranch Ranch ice cream? Like it's flavored or ranch on the ice cream? You're not telling us, are you? It is ranch flavored ice cream. It is every bit as awful as it sounds. And I cannot wait for Cody Decker to have to eat that live in front of all of us. Hey, thanks for having me on, by the way, guys. Great to talk to y'all. Great to have you on. But now I'm a little disgusted by what I'm thinking about what the taste of that is. And I don't know if I could could do it. You say you can put ranch on everything, but maybe not that. I think that'll be the one thing. Yeah. No, so, it, it turns out ice cream did not need ranch. Like, I, I, I'm I, not anti-ranch. I'll put ranch on just about everything. Yes. But I smell. I haven't tasted it. I smelled it to see if it was going to be worth the mental <laughs> anguish I was going to put Cody through. And the answer is, yes, it is terrible. <laughs> just the smell had me gagging. Cannot wait for the return of our little masochistic show in two weeks. <laughs> I want to start. Uh, I actually want to start with the Braves. I think the Braves are the best team in baseball. I know they lost to the Nationals yesterday on getaway day, but I don't think that really matters. They're up six three right now over the Cardinals. Jesus, I played the under in that game. That's dead already. Uh, it's only the fifth <laughs> inning. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Braves this season? And who do you think the favorite should be to come out of the National League? Uh, I'm going to start with tell you, I truly believe if you play the over in every Braves game all year long, you're going to come way out ahead. Uh, for two reasons. A, until they get healthy, and now that Max Fried's on the 15-day DL starting probably tomorrow, uh, the back end of the Braves rotation a little questionable out of the gate, so there's going to be a few games that they're going to give up runs, but there's not going to be a lot of games that they don't score runs. I agree with you. I think they might have the best overall lineup in baseball. There's a few other ones that are really, really good, uh, but that loss to the Phillies in the Divisional Series last year I think was a shocker to just about everybody except maybe the Phillies. Uh, And I don't think they're going to take that one laying down. So the Braves are going to be a big over bet for me all year long. Uh, Not to spoil anything we're going to do on the show in two weeks, but despite being a Braves fan, I don't think I'm going with my heart to have them as the NL representative in the World Series. A lot of power. Question marks at shortstop with Arcia starting there out of the gate. But that's going to be a really good baseball team this year. Yeah, I'm curious because there's a lot of hype always, you know, recently around the Mets. And it just feels like when you look up and down that batting order that they just don't really have a ton of power. Like, yeah, like Francisco Lindor is there, but he's kind of up and down. Pete Alonso is there. Starling Marte is there. Both have had some injuries. Outside of those three, it's very suspect in terms of power. What is your take on, especially with all these injuries that they've had, what is your take on on their future this year? My take is that. Uh, I, I agree <laughs> with you wholeheartedly. I think there's going to be a lot of games the Mets are going are gonna to come down one run. I also wonder, 
down the stretch, especially how big the loss of Edwin Diaz in the World Baseball Classic is going to be, right? Because yeah. there's probably a handful of games that you could have trusted that guy to come in and pick up a couple of saves that you don't have now. Look how huge he was, especially down the stretch. Once Timmy Trumpet was in the house playing for the Mets, uh, it, it, that guy was almost a guaranteed dub when he stepped on the hill with the lead. And now you've lost that all year to a freak injury. There's four or five games that you, that the Mets might drop because they don't have that arm coming out of the pen. And I think this is a division that could be a one, maybe two game uh, lead for really the top three teams. Because I think the Phillies adding Trey Turner, I think they're going to be right there, even though they got swept out of the gate by the Rangers. Uh, that's a three-horse race that it could be a game or two difference between all three of them. And without Diaz being in there, that might be a game or two the Mets don't have in that column. So I think you're spot on. Lineup is a question mark. Starting rotation is going to be just fine. But how many games can't they close out without one of the best games, uh, one of the best relievers in baseball being there for them? This early in the season, and we're talking teams have played two, three, maybe four games when we're here. It's a 162-game schedule. We were talking about this earlier on the show. It's really hard for me to get concerned or excited about anything I've seen that may be out of the ordinary for a team. Maybe there's something that stands out like, hey, their bullpen looks really bad and they give up a ton of runs every time they're out. There's some of those where I go, okay, I can tell that this is a problem with the team. When you look at just this early in a season, how much stock do you put into anything you've seen four games into a baseball season? I mean, like a little, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and, and speaking of the Braves, you go back to last year where they're down 14 games around the All-Star break, and then you had a tale of two teams. Atlanta comes storming back in the second half when they get healthy. The Mets, LOL, Mets all over the field <laughs> and let that league go away from them a little bit, and all of a sudden, you're down to the closing day of baseball, and Atlanta's able to get that one-game lead, uh, lead and hold it and end up winning their fifth division. Uh a little bit, right? Like, you, there, there are some things you're going to see. If a guy can come out hot and give you seven, eight, nine consecutive games where he's putting the ball in play, if you've got a rotation that can go a time and a half through or two times through before they really start to wear down, yeah, you can have a little bit of confidence. But check back with me about two, three weeks after the All-Star game, and I think you'll have a little bit more uh, reliable metric on what these teams can do in the playoffs. Look, like we said, Lot of, I think a handful of divisions. The East could be this way. Uh, the AL East could be this way. The NL East could be this way. There's going to be a couple of divisions that are going to be one-game divisions. So I don't subscribe to the, oh, it's one game in April. Who really cares? Like, a lot of these games could be the one game that matters, but trends aren't going to be there yet. Whether you're talking on the books or on the diamond, it's it's going to be a little while before I really start going, oh, this team's hot out the gate. They're going to be good like Tampa Bay last year, who looked real good out the gate and then just kind of fell off a little bit as the season went down. It's too early to start going, these are my playoff teams that I missed in my preseason predictions. But if a one game is the difference between winning and losing a division, April matters, man. It really does. Anything that you bet uh, in the MVP market or Cy Young, uh, any preseason awards that you bet, or are you just trying to wait and maybe get some better prices once we're a month or two into the season? I took one that I liked and, and I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie to you it was like three weeks ago so I don't remember the line I got on it but I loved it I took Shohei to win the MVP and a Cy Young in the same year and for a little while there uh this is pre-world baseball classic by the way before the WBC that line was real real favorable for a guy who has been you know 
the most talented baseball player on freaking planet Earth right now. Uh, you might still be able to grab that, and I don't hate it. Uh, I also don't hate it, and I know this one's not going to give you the best odds in the world, but how don't you go Aaron Judge, right? Like, how do you not mm. go Aaron Judge after what he did last year, opens this season with a dinger on at-bat number one, the guy's not slowing down, and the Yankees being willing to invest in him makes me feel like there's no reason to believe in the slowdown. I know it's a bit of not the best odds you might get if you're going to go dark horse for, for an MVP, but Aaron Judge is just too easy of a pick for me. I agree. What do you think's the better bet if you're talking, I mean, we're talking Aaron Judge and the Yankees. Do you think a better bet would be to go with the Blue Jays to win the division or the AL East, or do you think a better bet would go Vlad to win MVP since he's still 15-1? to 1? I, there's spots, like last year late especially, there's spots where the Yankees just seem to have the wheels come off a little bit. And I love the Blue Jays this year. I think they missed out on left-handed hitting, which cost them a handful of games last year. They were able to fix that up. They've got one of the prettiest, maybe not powerful, but prettiest lineups in baseball. They added some arms. I love the Blue Jays. In fact, I told you I had the Braves from the NL earlier. I've got the Blue Jays going to the World Series out of the American League. So if you ask me to pick one of those two, I'm going to go Blue Jays, man. Like They're one of, the, one of a couple of teams that really only had one or two holes last year that kind of kept them from going next level. And they very quietly this offseason, I think, plugged a lot of gaps uh, without getting any of the attention that they probably deserved for it. I love the Blue Jays to win the AL East this year. I'm curious, Rob. So the Rangers are 3-0. and Obviously, they had DeGrom, Haney, John Gray in the offseason. How much of that does, does that feel real to you? Uh, did they get that much better? Because John Gray and Evaldi are, are kind of old, and Jacob DeGrom's never really been completely healthy in his entire career. I, you know, we talked a second ago about how do you not fall for things right out of the gate. But here comes Philly, a team that I just mentioned a second ago I think is going to be an NLE's competitor. I think they're going to check in third. Maybe they can shock some people and jump the Mets. I still think the Braves are the best team in that division. And the Rangers sweep them out of the gate, right? And they do it with a lot of hitting, too. That's That was the thing for me is going to be, I think if that rotation, you mentioned there's some age, especially out of the gate with that rotation that you have concerns about, but they're hitting the ball really well. And again, maybe that changes when we get to May and June and July and, and it warms up a little bit uh, and the fatigue starts to set in a little bit. But I like Texas. I mean, I, I, I like Seattle a lot more. But I really do like what the Rangers did this offseason. I think there's still a few more problems that they're going to have to solve before they really step up uh, to where Seattle, I think, got this offseason. But I think they're, 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 a, they're a quiet team that could cause a little chaos. Probably not win a division, but they could change a couple of divisions based on what, what you just talked about. Really quickly, about 45 seconds, I just really want to get your thoughts on whether you think that the Rangers' lack of hitting last year with Simeon and Seager was just an anomaly. I want to look at the paperwork and say yes, right? Like, I want to look at just what you see on paper out of this lineup and say it is, but it was, like, the stretches were too long to go anomaly last year, 
And you got to wonder what the offseason fixes, especially now that they can say, hey, we can lean on pitching a little bit more. We can go be a little bit more free with the bats. We can play a little bit more small ball because we've got the guys to back us up with a few more Ks per game. So I would be very interested to see if maybe they play a little bit more loose baseball offensively this year. Uh, but like I said, it, I'm going to mark them down as probably along with uh, along with the Padres as one of my two or three most interesting team to watch is because I don't know what they're going to give us yet, but I think it could be surprising based on what we saw at the end of last year. He's Rob Brown, host of Bet for the Cycle, returning in, what is that, two weeks now, the 15th, with two Cody weeks. Decker. Two weeks, and they're back, and they're eating ranch ice cream, and God knows what else is going to happen this year, and I love every bit of it, especially watching Cody get punished. Everybody will take that as much as they can. Really appreciate you coming on. Thanks. Thanks, Rob. I appreciate y'all. Thank you very much. We'll see y'all April 15th. Cody, look out, big dog. I'm coming for you. I don't think there's – I don't know what it would take for me to eat ranch ice cream. Oh, God. And I love I ranch. I don't like ranch. I'm not you don't ranch like guy. ranch? No. Oh, man, I, love, do I do love ranch. ranch. like on sandwiches? Oh, no, not a ranch guy. In fact, I ordered a sandwich yesterday from Popeye's. Mm-hmm. I put the ranch on there. Couldn't even eat it. What would you do? Just tossed it in the trash. No, you no. didn't. Right with my socks. Oh, my God. Yep. I said, nope. Right with the Cubs roster. <laughs> right in the trash. All of it. Right with Cody Bellinger.